Blog Talk Radio. show to say that uh, because uh, again you just 
It's not every day you can find people that devoted. Some of you had not missed the show. So, anyway, I just want to thank you again. Tonight, Black History Facts Like Few Have Heard, Part 2. Tonight, we discuss many things, but the main thing is no sin, no white skin. I shouldn't laugh because some of you may think take that the wrong way. Uh, let me just say this before I begin saying anything. Uh, remember, Brother Seth hadn't changed. This network is devoted more than anything we say, more than anything we do. We try our best to make sure it's done in love and respect for all people. Else, I'm off the air. Goodbye. Nice knowing you. I don't have time for it if it ain't in love. I mean it, brothers and sisters. Brother Seth is not interested in doing anything that is going to disrespect humanity. I may disagree with people's behavior, but I I am one that pride myself in knowing that I try my best to, above all, above all the teachings, to walk in love and respect for all people. So I'm going to say some things that's going to sound really crazy. Uh, to some of you, it's not really crazy to the ancient people. Uh, if we went back a few thousand years ago, it wouldn't be crazy at all. Matter of fact, my blog show wouldn't even be that deep because this is the way the planet thought of, of white skin, of so-called dark skin. All right, there wasn't always a race associated with skin color, brothers and sisters. We've got to get past that. I know I say it a lot on this show, but some of you are new to it, and you don't know what I'm talking about, but there is no such thing as a white man. Folks, it's, 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 it's not that old, actually, okay? Uh, many uh, Not that long ago, uh, the Brits and, and the Italians didn't like each other, and both of them had dark-skinned people in their nation, and they called each other Italian. They called each other uh, uh, Britain or Brits, uh, and then you have the um, Scandinavians uh, or the people from that. It's not the word I meant to use. Then you have the Germans. You have all these different people. They have so-called dark-skinned people and so-called white people in their nation. They never referred to them based upon color. It was about nation, where you was from, nation, nationality, nationality. And uh, some kind of way we lost our mind and let the enemy come into our planet and um, bait us into this whole race based upon color. That's all it is, brothers and sisters. So... We find ourselves, after these people have marched throughout our planet with this lie, just like a well-formed army, according to Joel 2. I mean literally redefining everything, taking over everything, destroying any history that would expose the lie. We find ourselves dealing with what the Bible call the Northern Army, that the Most High ordained to be so. I want to say this message to the transcriber that's transcribing the show tonight. Uh, all of the show um, is going to be transcribed. I'm not going to uh, entertain any questions or comments unless somebody press one. I'm not going to solicit for hands and, and comments from co-hosts unless they press one, all right? 
just for time's sake. I got a lot to talk about. I don't mind uh, dialoguing with anybody at press one, but I'm not going to be asking back and forth. All right, because we have so much to cover. Again, we find ourselves, brothers and sisters, dialoguing. Excuse me, not dialoguing. We find ourselves controlled by what the Father calls the Northern Army. Let me explain a little bit further what that means. And I've already gotten into this message deep, haven't I? <laughs> but folks, you got to understand that the Most High said about his planet, they were a rebellious planet. And that he said in Joel 2, he was going to call a nation from the north that was going to chastise his people. And not just his, chastise his people, but they was going to take captivity as the sand. Yes, he did. He was going to call a people. I said the Most High said he would call a people. I said the Most High said he would call a people. That's who they are. They are the northern army that he called. And the only way they can be formulated is Satan would have to give them something more powerful than whatever Israel had. Uh, because at the time Israel was walking in rebellion, they didn't have much because they didn't have the most high on, on their side. So this enemy, Satan, I believe, created something we call white supremacy. White people already looked different because they was white. The planet was very dark-skinned people all over the planet, all right? But this is before they went, became millions, and went throughout the whole, the, the breadth of the planet mixing with people. The planet was dark-skinned people. Now, I do believe when you go into the colder climates, you do lose some. Uh, I don't even say if you lose pigmentation. I don't like that word. I just think you don't need it, and you do lighten up. But for folks to think because you go to Europe, a cold climate, you turn into blonde hair, blue eyes, that's a lie. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all because, again, dark-skinned people all over the planet produce lily, lily white, blonde hair, blue-eyed people that can go literally and pass for Europeans. So what are you saying, Brother Seth? What am I saying tonight and what am, what am I sharing tonight? And just one of the many things I'll be submitting tonight is our planet initially was made of the dust of the earth, just like the Father said, dust-colored people, and their white skin came as a result of sin. People growing too tall came as a result of sin. So the Father called his people. He called these people from the north to do the destruction on the planet that they did as a belt, almost as a judgment against Israel and all of the inhabitants of the earth. The Bible goes on to say in Joel 2, uh, uh, and uh, uh, for one, just one part of the scripture, but many, many times in the scriptures it talks about uh, a nation coming from the north, he that coming from the north, a whirlwind coming from the north, judgment coming from the north, upon all the inhabitants of the earth. Uh, again, they uh, uh, if I can group people based upon color, I have to be careful with that day tonight, but our people, our human uh, brothers and sisters with dark skin, some of them lost pigmentation to begin to migrate up north, not knowing that the Father would use them uh, to become a nation uh, that Satan would, would, would give them this live white supremacy. And I just believe it was Satan. I don't think no mere man could think of something because it's, it's, the rest of the world had to laugh at them when they was trying to categorize people based upon color. I know they did. 
So I believe Satan, this is satanic. White skin, the uh, uh, looping and grouping, uh, uh, not looping, but grouping of people based upon skin color, brothers and sisters, is satanic. It's evil. It's one of the worst evils ever to hit man, uh, 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 ever to be believed by uh, humanity. And I just refuse to give white people the kind of power as far as inventing uh, white skin. I refuse to, to give it to them. It's Satan. It's Satan because some of you know uh, uh, people on this planet, our brothers and sisters on this planet happen to have white skin, and you know their spirit. It is not that of Satan. So I don't believe that white people are the devil and all this foolishness some of us are saying. All right? If the Father says certain things Israel was going to go through, uh, that he was going to call a nation from the north and they was going to do the things that just so happens these people are doing. Why do we think they are the evil one when they're just carrying out the judgments of the Most High? He said these things would happen if you disobey. Israel, obey. Israel, obey because if you don't, you'll be put in slave ships, you'll be taken to a strange land, you will not understand the language of these people, they will not care for the young and the old, uh, your houses will be scattered, you know, your, your houses will be led by women, uh, the, your enemy should be of your own household. He talks about these people to no end. He talks about these people to no end. He talks about how these people, well, your houses will be without a man. He talks about how our nation will be led by women. Okay? He talks about how these people will not break rank. They'll be uniform, unified. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So we look up today, and they not only have taken over, they, there I go, but these people grouping themselves based upon skin color have not only taken over uh, Israel or Jerusalem or Jerusalem, but the entire earth with their unity. So who do we fault? So today we find ourselves in a month called Black History Month, the last day of black history. And Brother Seth thought he would do a show dedicated to this topic of black history. I hate it because there's no such thing as black history. There's no such thing as black history. There's no such thing as black. It's just people, dust-colored people. They are the historians of the earth. They are history. White skin is theirs. White skin is theirs. Or let me say it another way. They produce white skin. So if those, that thing that they produce with white skin, I say the thing as in it turning white, not people. If they produce white skin, and the, and those people, their children go out and do great things. Why do we call that something other? Why do we call that? <laughs> All of its so-called dark-skinned people history, blonde hair, blue eyes, is dark-skinned people history. Green eyes is dark. 
skin people history. Blue eyes is dark skin people history. Straight hair, are you kidding, is dark skin people history. Curly hair is dark skin people history. Freckles is dark skin people history. Blue black, dark skin people history. Brown skin, dark, I mean, is, is <laughs> brown skin is dark skin people history. So you have to be very careful listening to these people that run our earth. They are full of Satan. They are full of evil. And they have been since their development, not all of them. When I say them, let me get something straight. I'm not talking about all so-called white people because some of them live beside you and they don't know nothing about what I'm saying and they don't, they don't have no power. They're just like us. But even those in power, I still don't give them the credit. It's Satan that invented this, and a lot of them is devoted and possessed by Satan, and they carry out these wicked policies. They are not even in control. It's Satan. It's evil spirits that need to divide and conquer mankind because of the spiritual warfare that came far before all of this. I said because of the spiritual warfare that came before all of this. The spiritual warfare that has been going on in the heavens before Europe even became a nation. I know I've gotten into it deep. Again, brothers and sisters, if you tune into the Five Swing Stone Network, and again to the transcriber, we're doing the whole show. All right, we're just going to go. We'll take a break. If we don't see that one pressed on the phone lines, then we won't go to the phone lines. Uh, if you're listening online and you want or you have a question or comment, yes, 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 Brother Seth will entertain your question or comment. It is not a problem. But he is not going to keep talking about press one of the phone lines and all that, okay? So, y'all, if you want to get, in, get involved, you have a question or a comment, go ahead and call the phone number right there in front of you. Uh, 914-205-5590, and I will bring you in. I'm not soliciting for it, though. All right, co-hosts, if you join me tonight, again, same, 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 same to you. Press 1 if you want to get in. Again, I'm Brother Seth. You tune into the Five Swiss Soul Network, and we're just talking about black history facts like few have heard. We're going to be honing in on the um, comment I made about no sin, no white skin, and I'm going to be talking about uh, some things tonight to show you that white skin truly is a result of sin. It truly is. And it doesn't mean that white people, I'm not going to keep saying this tonight. Well, I, I may not, I may forget to say it, if I forget to say it, because I do need to keep saying it. But white skin, when we talk about white skin, we're not necessarily talking about the soul of white people. Okay, they have no more control over being white than I of so-called being black. So it is not fair. It is not fair. It is not fair to lump all these people together, call them white and call them devils and say they're evil. So please, please, brothers and sisters, don't do me like this. Brother Seth worked very hard to walk in love for all people. This show tonight is simply attack on the philosophy of white supremacy, not 
not the soul of white people. This same show is advocating and and, and, and is defending the fact that these so-called white people are indeed black people. Do not mix me up with these other people out of here spewing hate, all right? The only thing I'm spewing is hate for white supremacy, not white people the soul, all right? Please, please, please. I work hard for years and years and years to walk in love and to see people the way the Most High see them and to see evil the way the Most High see it and to see righteousness the way the Most High see it. Don't mean I'm perfect. Don't mean I can't get in the flesh and look at some of the things that so-called white people do and have that attitude. I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect there because it does hurt. The Bible says that the Most High will provoke Israel to jealousy. It don't mean I don't walk in jealousy sometimes. It don't mean I don't be angry sometimes with so-called white, uh, white people in power or even white people, my neighbors. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because of the, a lot of them benefit from white privilege, and, and I'm not happy about that. But I'd be a fool, a straight-up fool, to see the Most High say to Israel, if you disobey, this is what's going to happen. And he began to tell them all of the things that is going to happen to them, going to happen to them. It doesn't matter if you believe we uh, so-called African-Americans uh, Israelites, as I believe, it doesn't really matter. This show doesn't. You don't have to believe that to 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 benefit greatly from this show, and you darn sure don't have to be a so-called black person to benefit from from this show, because this show tonight is ordained of the Most High, I believe, and the truth that is about to go forth, I believe, is eternal. It's a part of His kingdom. I don't think it's something I'm making up on some little soapbox. I think this is truly his will. The Father told us to walk in love for all people. He told us to walk in truth. And, brothers and sisters, we've been lied to. we just simply been lied to. We've been lied to. We've been lied to. We are not black. We are not white. We are Israelites. We are Philistines, Jebusites, all the motherites or any of the uh, nations that was in Genesis 10, you can go by that even. When the Father scattered the uh, uh, the humanity at the Tower of Babel, you know, and they became all these different nations. That is how the Father divided people. Not skin color, but he confused their languages. He knew what he was doing. Some of them understood each other, and they began to get together, and migrate and go go to their own pick a pick a area and go and establish uh, mores and, and diets and, and and a way of living and they became mighty nations. This is the only division scripturally. Okay, but there's been a lot of mixing since then, and nobody really know who's who except the Israelites, and the only way they know who they are. It's because of prophecy that the Bible said would be upon Israel. I said the only way they know who they are is because of how the Bible says certain prophecies is to be upon Israel. So I want you to know, brothers and sisters, and I don't want to keep spending time saying this, Brother Seth is serious. 
This is serious. This thing called black history is a joke. We need to quit playing with it, and we need to rebuke the whole concept of black history, implying there is another history. Black, so-called black history is world history. We need to just say history, all right? I tell you, the people, and I won't even say it like that. Let me watch how I'm phrasing this. The people who have the least amount of history is, don't you think it's weird they are calling the shots and they are, they are redefining everything just like the army I spoke of earlier? They're the ones with the shortest amount of history as a people on the planet. So I don't know why I'm so misunderstood with this message, but I'm trying. Brothers and sisters, I'm trying. Remember me in prayer. Keep me in your prayers as I talk about this topic tonight. So I had uh, and, 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 and to the transcriber one more message. Um, this would just be a continuation, uh, a recapping of last week. We're writing a book, brothers and sisters, on Tuesdays. Instead of calling it the systemic lies of white supremacy or our world's ruling religion, uh, systemic throws off a lot of people. I think what I'll probably do is go with a different title, but it'll still be writing the book on Tuesday. So today, as we speak, we are writing the book, The Systemic Lies of White Supremacy or Our World's Ruling Religion. We are skipping uh, Expo 30, which is extremely long. I don't know when I'll get back to it. Stay tuned. But right now we're skipping to Chapter 8, and we're recapping what we talked about last week. Uh, but I'm going to bring on a lot of new things that I did mention last week. All right, but we're talking about the solution to uh, white supremacy, the lies, many, many lies. Uh, as you see, this is one of them, this whole thing of how they're handling history. History is one of the 30 areas of life where white supremacy is just saturating our world. Uh, uh, as you know, Expo 30, Exposition 30, simply is 30 areas of life where white supremacy is just 30 areas of life saturated with the lies of black inferiority slash white supremacy, same philosophies. Uh, these lies, I've come up with 30 areas where you can just see them as clear as day, and we call that Expo 30. Well, history is one of them, and so we'll be hitting on a little bit of that, but a, but, but a, lot, of, a lot of things tonight. So pray with me, brothers, this is a very uh, difficult thing to do. It really is. I'm not playing. It really is a difficult thing to do, um, but we're going to try our best to do it. All right, those of you in the chat room, if you have any questions or comments, just press. I mean, <laughs> if you have any questions or comments in the chat room, just chat away, and I'll get to those uh, questions or comments if time permits. Brothers and sisters, I had uh, as a, as a, several things I put out there that I know some of you all read, and it probably disturbs you. Uh, I, I put out some pictures of um, leprosy, and I know that it's going to cause uh, uh, some people to really um, be, thank Brother Seth on lost his mind and is operating hate. I'm going to say this again. Just because you don't understand a thing doesn't mean it's not true. Just because you don't understand what I've what I've been trying to say for years, and others have been trying to say for years, it doesn't mean 
that um, we're in error. It could mean that you just haven't studied, and it could mean, again, that the evil ones uh, possessed by Satan uh, have gotten to you, all right? Brothers and sisters, I don't know how to tell y'all, but we've been lied to. We've been lied to about a lot of things. There's there's proof all around us of greatness, uh, and we just can't see it because we're poisoned. I talked about this last week, and y'all bear with me. I'm just going to start real slow, but I promise you we're going to fire away some things I have not even brought up in either shows. Actually, some of the calls have been known for years. going to hear some things they have never heard, I guarantee you. So I put out a picture and a post on my promo, and I said some things I know that's disturbing to some of y'all. Um, one of the things I said was the creation of white skin or the formation of white skin is 100% black history itself. I think I kind of hit that earlier, but that is that is something that hopefully you'll remember for the rest of your life because it is the honest to God truth. Um, just because you see blonde hair and blue eyes and uh, red head and all these things in Africa, in the motherland, in Kemet, in Ethiopia, in Nubia, whatever you want to call Africa, those features have been there forever before Europeans ever became a nation. We keep thinking Europe is this ancient place. Europe is not ancient. You have to remember Europe is very cold, and there wasn't always people there, brothers and sisters. Some some of this history, I'm assuming you all know, and I don't have to hit it too hard because I figure you know, but maybe some of you all don't know. There hasn't always been life in Europe. I mean, there was always people that went up there and visited and come back, but not thriving civilizations and all the things that we see in Europe today. This was in Africa many, many thousands and thousands of years. But the scriptures we're going to share tonight is going to say it in a way you will not forget. Again, tonight's topic is black history facts like few have heard. If there was no sin, there would be no white skin. Leviticus 13 in the Bible talks very negatively about white skin. There is no references to white people in the Bible. If it is, it's talking about leprosy. There is no white, there is no definition you can give me. There's one scripture verse where it talks about his belly was white or something like that, and somebody one time pointed it out to me, but it goes on to say uh, other parts of his body was different colors. So was he a zebra? Folks, there is no white people in the Bible. If what well, if they were, they was considered a leper. All white skin is leprosy. It's called leprous. We're gonna prove it. I'm gonna show it to you. Again, today's program is a repeat, is part two of last week. I said so many foreign things on that show, I figured I would do a show and kind of go into it a little bit different, saying everything I said, but just give you more, more proof of why I believe Leviticus is saying what we said last week, okay? So today is part two, where we're going to talk about some some other things. One of the things I want to mention is uh, there was a doctor, his name is Celsus. Some of y'all know this. I didn't know it because I don't know everything. 
But there is a gentleman, I guarantee you that you'll never forget this right here, what I'm about to say. There is a gentleman whose name is um, Celsus. He's a physician, a, a very popular physician. You can research this uh, at, your, at your leisure, but I'll spell his name. His name is C-E-L-S-U-S, Celsus. If you just Google what I'm about to read, you can find this, okay, and just read, read up on it. There is something called ALPHOS, A-L-P-H-O-S, or ALPHOS, all right? ALPHOS. Now, it says it's a dull white leprosy. Now, I want you to think about this. This was in, this is old. This, this, this physician lived a good while back. And this is what he said. Alpus is a form of non-contagious leprosy. See, just, just watch this. Formerly described by the physician Celsus under the name of vitiligo, a term now used for another skin disease. Brothers and sisters, as time go back, you'll find a lot of physicians, respected people in all walks, all walks of life talk like Brother Seth is saying tonight. The things I'm saying tonight is not that profound, really. It's just every generation getting more deceived by the lies of white supremacy. We get more away from reality. We get we get a more we get more and more and more away from truth, and more and more and more devoted to white supremacy. This physician is literally saying vitiligo is leprosy. It's in the same conversation with leprosy. Which it should be. One more time. Alpus. Look it up. A L P H O S. Is a form of non contagious leprosy. Formerly described by the physician Celsus, C E L S U S, under the name vitiligo. A term now used for another skin disease. So now they're using vitiligo. Uh, and not connecting you with leprosy. But uh, Dr. Celsus, C-E-L-C-U-S, and others used to call them both the same. He used to associate vitiligo with this thing called alpus, which was leprosy. He said non-contagious leprosy. And by the way, leprosy in the scriptures wasn't contagious. It was not contagious, and you could not die. Many of you have said uh, over the years, brother said you're tripping on that. Uh, it says, the leper said in, in the scriptures, why sit we here till we die? And so I don't know where you get this from, that they couldn't die. Let's, I'm not going to turn to it for time's sake, but this is how the story go with the lepers. They said, why sit we here till we die? It says, let's go down to the enemy's camp. For if we go down there and we find food, shall live. Again, if they're going to die, it doesn't matter if they find food or not, they're going to die. Let me say that again. Some of y'all didn't hear. 
Some of y'all didn't hear. Some of y'all didn't hear. There was two lepers in the Bible. And I'm coming out of Second Kings seven. Second Kings seven. Second Kings seven talk about these two lepers and they say, Why sit we here until we die? And they says Let's go down to the enemy camp. The enemy wasn't at, uh, in the camp at the time. And they said, if the enemy don't catch us, we'll eat and we shall live. He's, they said, we shall live, brothers and sisters. Read Second Kings 7, especially verse 3. Uh, he says, why sit we here till we die? And he went on to say that if the enemy catches, they're going to kill us. But if they don't catch us, we shall live. Well, if they're going to die anyway because of the leprosy, just because they get food don't mean they're going to be healed. You understand what I'm saying? So there is a conspiracy to hide this information. Believe me, over the years I've seen it, I've talked to, talked about it with many of my friends and, and church people uh, and, and non-church people. The NIV, the New King James Version, a lot of these translations have literally hid a lot of the things I'm talking about right now in the Scriptures. For instance, they're calling leprosy a disease. And I know some of you are saying, it is a disease, it is a disease. Well, I, dif- I, I beg to differ on which on that, brothers and sisters, because nowhere in the Bible does it say it's a disease. Nowhere, unless you're reading from the NIV or the King James Version. It calls it a plague. So basically what is happening with a plague is pronounced on you either by the father or by the prophets. I said a plague is uh, either pronounced on you by the prophets or by the Most High. So basically, now listen to this, brothers and sisters. Please listen to the heart, my heart. Again, we love all people. I love all people. If I'm wrong, I'm just wrong. But you can't say I hate. Just say it's a doctrinal thing, but you're going to have to have a lot of explaining to do, which I know you can't do because I've never met anybody in my years, over 60 now, that have been able to explain this. Uh, Leviticus 13, that is. So, to get my train of thought here, i got to stay focused. This is where I miss my co-host, but that's okay. Again, if they want to come on, anybody want to come on, make a comment. It's not a problem. Press one. I'll bring you on. Anybody want to make a comment? I'll make. I have a question. Press one. I'm just not going to keep soliciting like I normally do. Um. So, brothers and sisters, back in the day, the the Most High and the prophets was cursing people white. That's what I was going to say. Can you believe that? So people would sin, and the father, all these prophets, full of the anger of the father, anger of the Lord, anger of Yah, would curse individuals, or even the father would curse houses with leprosy. It was a plague. It was something that the father would curse, put over a house, and the house would just be cursed. It would be in the walls. Leviticus 13, towards the latter part, talks about it. They would be cursed and it could be in garments. It had nothing to do with pus and and sores and all of that that we've been told. When people got the rising, the scab, or the bright spot, as Leviticus 13, 
the handbook, the, the chapter, the handbook on leprosy talks about when they would get these uh, rising scabs, as you know, as I talked about last week, they were looking for white skin out of the rising. They was looking for white skin out of the scab. They were looking for the bright spot, as it says, rising, scab, or even a bright spot. So they was looking for white skin and to see whether or not this reddish-white appear uh, that they call raw flesh that would introduce sometime a white hair. The white hair was leprosy. The reddish-whiteness that could turn white uh, was called raw flesh, a quick raw flesh. We're going to read that here in a little bit. So I want to just just encourage you brothers and sisters to to be patient with me tonight again this is part two we've mentioned a lot of what i've said last week but tonight if you heard last week you're blessed because you'll be able to know the things i said last week and you're going to hear the extra things i'm adding to clear clear even make clear what i said last week if you didn't hear last week and you're tuning into this this week. I think you still can understand a lot of things, but I think you'd be better off. So last week's show is a prerequisite to tonight's show. All right, and uh, I'll say things that I call a root, a root. As I do the show, I'm going to refer to something called a root, R O O T, root. I didn't produce, uh, I didn't introduce this last week, but I'm going to introduce it this week. This is what I mean by bringing clarity. A root is something I'm going to say to you, brothers and sisters, that here is a root. A root is something that you can see clearly. Everybody can agree on a root. Uh, a root. Uh, you might not agree with what I'm saying leprosy is. You might not agree with this. You might not agree with that. But when I mention here is a root, you can say, okay, I can see that. I can see that. And that root is going to make you be patient with me. That root is going to make you hold on the phone a little longer, hold on the uh, uh, Internet a little longer, because I don't understand Brother Seth what he's saying, but he does have a point with this root. So let me listen a little bit longer. That was powerful, that root, he said. So maybe he is on to something. I don't know. So, so roots is pretty uh, clear, whereas... Some of these other things I'm saying is just sounds so outlandish because, again, we have that uh, trust, uh, I call it an, um, an umbilical cord, connected to our head, connected to our spirit. Uh, as, as I was telling you years ago on one of the shows that the Father showed me that part of my problem in not being able to see a lot of the things in the scriptures he was revealing to me, such as dark-skinned people, was, is, is who the Bible, uh, who who is what the Bible is speaking of, people that just so happen to have dark skin, I should say it like that. The reason why I couldn't accept a lot of things the Father was showing me is because we have this this, this cable this connected to our head, and I could see like almost like a vision, like everybody walking around with this cable. And no matter how much truth they stumble over, they run across, they hear on 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 on, on television, or they or they read in publication. No matter how much profound truth the father tries to get them to see, because of this cord that's feeding them, it's like an umbilical cord, you know, with the baby umbilical cord, uh, they're fed all the nutrients they need. 
because we're getting nutrients, or not nutrients, but because we're getting information uh, from another source, we cannot, cannot digest the truth that's around us. And so this is why I chose to write this book, really, uh, again, uh, The Systemic Lies of White Supremacy Are Our World's Ruling Religion. The reason why I chose to write this book first because the, really the first book I was wanting to write is about us being Israelites. But there's no need to be writing a book about us being Israelites when people are connected to this umbilical cord, which is nothing more than trust in this white supremacist system. Some of you, you're, you're frowning, you're about to hang up, and it's because of the poison in you. You're thinking, I'm poisoned. You're thinking, I done lost my mind. You're thinking, I'm in hatred. You're thinking, I've been listening to a demon. That's what you feel right now, listen to me. You've heard me say many times that I don't walk in hate, and you know I don't hate. You can feel it in your spirit, but you think I'm terribly wrong in what I'm saying, but then you cannot explain Leviticus 13, 12, and 13 either, where it talks about when you're covered from head to toe with this leprosy, that you're clean, that you're good, that you can go mingle among the people. If leprosy was sores and fingers falling all off and nubbed up fingers and and limbs twisted, how much sense does it make, Leviticus 13, 12, and 13, where it says when you cover it, when it's spread, whatever this is, if it's, it says it's spread all over your body, number one, a finger deformed can't spread all over your body. It say when the plague of leprosy is in a man, we're going to read it, and it spreads all over your body, then are you clean. You can't explain that. Call me what you want to. Say about me what you want to. You can't explain that. I said you can't explain that. Neither can you explain in Second Kings 5 when Gehazi and his descendants is cursed with whatever this is forever. The leprosy that's in the world is not Gehazi descendant. It doesn't make sense that you call leprosy. It says this man and his descendants is going to be cursed forever with this. And the Bible says, and Gehazi turned white as snow. I'm skipping. We covered that last week. But Gehazi, many of you know that Naaman was a mighty man, mighty man in an army, captain of the host of the Syrian army. And again, if he was a leper, like you're thinking, why would the man be not just a soldier in the army, but captain of a host of a very strong army? It don't make sense what you're saying. Talk about me all you want. But how much sense does it make for the, the person you're describing as a leper to be over the host of the Syrian army? He was just white. That's all. Of course he could be a mighty warrior and be white. He just had white skin. That's all. That's how you say that. He just had white skin. But he had a servant. And he ended up being introduced to a priest that said, go dip and all that happens was being a leper, you either is all white. Leprosy is just whiteness. So you either all white, that's leprosy. 
as long and then there's 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 lepers that's all white, then there's lepers that have just a spot. They are dark skinned people. So for those of you that think I'm preaching hate, did you hear me? There's lepers that are dark skinned. Most lepers I believe back in the day were dark skinned. All white, which we call an albino, I don't think that was the majority of lepers. Lepers had the spots mostly, but then sometimes babies were born all white. That was leprosy as well. We're going to read it. Don't worry. Be patient. Be patient and pray with me, even if you think I'm deceived. Ask the Father to deliver me. But what are you going to do about these, these scriptures? Again, Naaman was a leper. He was either all white or he was a dark-skinned man with white spots. Couldn't have been a white guy with white spots. It don't make sense. The whole, how can you be white and have white spots? He was dark-skinned with white spots. Now, there's two types of lepers. Some of them are accepted. Some of them are unaccepted. The ones that are unaccepted, if they're all white, they're going to have a reddish-white. We're going to read it. There's a reddish-white patch. It's reddish-white. The Bible talks about how it turns white. So it can turn white. And to this day, 2023 or 2024, whenever you're listening, there are white, so-called white people that have the very thing I'm talking about. A reddish-whiteness is nothing more than how it looks in your mouth, inside of your mouth. A reddish-whiteness is how it looks under your eyelid. A reddish-white is how it looks if you cut open a person's body and you look sick. It's just, it has no melanin. It's just... It's almost like you can see through the skin. That is unclean leprosy because it's not covered. When you're all white, all white, that's clean leprosy. It's almost like the Father, for some reason, wants us to be all one color. It's called a blemish, so you won't have a blemish. So you're either all white. And you've seen all white people that can be very beautiful. You've seen it. All dark-skinned people, all whatever color. But to have this reddish-white patch is unclean leprosy. It's either the reddish-whiteness or the white hair that often come out of the reddish-white. So Naaman was either all white with a patch or patches somewhere, reddish-white, that had their white hair or it was just reddish-white. That's if he was all white. If he was dark-skinned and he had a round patch that had a white hair, a white a white patch, and there was a white hair, then he was also unclean. Don't ask me why the father didn't want people with round white patches with white hair. It did say if the white patch, the patch of skin that's white, it did say if it becomes somewhat dark, You've read it with me last week, brothers and sisters. It says if, if that white patch becomes somewhat dark, then were they considered cleanse. It don't use the word heal. It say cleanse. So basically all Naaman needs to do is to be dipped in the river and that white and that reddish white turn to white or that white hair turn dark or that white patch become dark. That's all that uh, cleansing of a leper meant. 
That's all it meant. I believe, and we're going to go read, I believe earth is fallen because this whiteness is not only in humans, it's in animals. Every so thousand birds, there's an animal that come out white. Every so thousand plants, a plant is white. Every so thousand insects, white. And the and doctors say, some of y'all like what they say, every single time there's an albino, it's always weaker. This is why Brother Seth say, if we didn't sin, we wouldn't be white. The way white skin come up under such scrutiny in the Bible, anybody reading know, is going to know that it has to do with sin. That's not nothing to do with the person's soul. So if you find yourself with these traced white skin, white patches, don't feel bad. The earth is fallen. In the book of Leviticus 13, which we're going to read, we're going to read it, brothers and sisters, it talks about balling of the head in a negative tone, a negative way. There's lots of things happen to the body when sin enters the atmosphere, and it has nothing to do with, with individuals. It's just we're in a fallen state. So this is what I believe. I think people that was cursed with leprosy by the prophets had the white hair, the white, the white spot, with the white hair. I can't prove this, but I just believe that this was unclean lepers. People that just turn white, I think that had to do with the environment just because of sin, because again, plants don't live no life. Animals don't live no life necessarily as far as morals and why are they getting the whiteness. I think that has to do with sin, plagues in the air you know, just a fallen state. Again, the father would get angry back in the Israel, Israel day, in ancient biblical days, and he would curse a whole house, and there would be like greenness in the uh, uh, fabric. And they got to do no swords. No swords can be all inside of stones and all that. It wasn't like they was just running around with pus and laying on the wall. And some of y'all be thinking some of the weirdest stuff. No, it was a curse. It was a plague put up on a house. Or it could be put up on a garment. People was cursed with it, the skin. So this is what Leviticus 13 is all about. And you have to ask yourself a question. If it's a disease, why is it a chapter in the Bible? If it's just simply a disease, why does it have its own chapter in the Bible? No other diseases has its own chapter in the Bible. I'm going to say it again. If leprosy is a disease that can kill you or is contagious, which I don't think is neither, why does it get a chapter? No. The father knew it would become confused, and he knew he would need to put this this is the only thing, this is the biggest backbreaker that Brother Seth produced on the Five Smooth Stone Network. There's a lot of ways I can I can just expose white supremacy, defeat white supremacy. But leprosy? If if y'all can get what I'm saying, this is why I say you don't need February. 
Run around with a microscope looking for inventions. Again, I'm not knocking there. We need to know those inventions. I mean, if you had an invention, would you want people to know? So I'm not knocking people celebrating all the thousands of inventions, but the, what but what the Father gave me, brothers and sisters, was a backbreaker to February in black history, the whole so-called black history. Because if you can see leprosy and what it was in ancient times, you automatically know everything, but everything, everything, including the white skin itself, is from so-called dark-skinned people. And you just, February will be a, uh, it will be a slap in the face to you. This is where your brother Seth is at. This is where I'm at. It's ludicrous. So we're going to read some things that we did not read last week, and y'all are going to see what I'm saying by it is a plague. The Most High and the prophets were cursing people white. Why did he chose to do that? And not only that, but the sun will literally kill you, kill you, if you don't have enough melanin. One of the photos, one of the uh, photos on the promo, it says it has these people with white hair. They have a uh, not only a white spot, but they have white hair inside of the spot. And above it, I mentioned Leviticus 13 and 3 when it says, And the priest shall look on the plague in the, in the skin of the flesh. The plague is in the skin of the flesh. And when the hair in the plague, in the whiteness, is turned white, when the hair in the plague, if you could just uh, exchange the word plague for white, Leviticus 13 will come alive. Just try it. Whenever you see the word plague of leprosy, when the plague, when the leprosy is in a man, when the plague of leprosy is in a man, if you just insert the word whiteness, when the plague of whiteness, it's just whiteness. A plague is literally, I want to say the plague of leprosy. When you see the word, I meant to say, y'all bear with me. I'm going to take a little short break here. So it's the only thing bad about not having uh, feedback with the, Audiences, I get a chance to rest. So we're gonna take a little short break because I got, I have so much, y'all. I got to get so much out again because again, we're writing a book. This is chapter eight, and again, what I'm doing is going over what we talked about last uh, week. I'm going over it, but I'm bring, I'm sliding in more things to make it clear. But just to finish uh, Leviticus 13 and three, it says, and when the hair in the plague is turned white. And the plague in sight be deeper than the skin. So those of you that think it's leprosy is some on top of the skin crumbling up and, and, you know. Anyway, it goes on to say, one more time, and when the hair in the plague is turned white and the plague in sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy. And the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean, or in other words, unaccepted. Oftentimes, you see in, in the book of uh, in Leviticus 13, it'll talk about them washing their garments, and then people have used that to say that uh, oh, there it is. They they had pus and sores. Washing the garments is routine whenever people was considered clean. 
I remember uh, the one of the uh, uh, popular is when when the judge had Christ, uh, and, uh, and he's I'm gonna wash my hands out of, of this matter. Israel, it was a ritual to wash their hands or wash their clothing whenever they was considered clean. It was a it was a because when you wash your clothes, you know how you get a fresh start. It was just it's, it was almost like to say they're now clean. So. Don't confuse the washing of garments with with that. Again, what are you going to do with Leviticus 13, 12 and 13, where it says when this, whatever it is, is spread all over the body, then they are clean. That does not make no sense. Y'all can say what you want to say. That don't make no sense. Anyway, we'll be right back, brothers and sisters. I want to play a song that, oh, my goodness, when I went to Israel, I was leaving after I was there for a while. Had went to Egypt and uh, Israel, and I heard these uh, these five, four or five black men, older black men, looked to be in their sixties or seventies, had a guitar, and they were singing this song. Uh, now this song has some music in it, but they were just doing this with a guitar, and they were singing this song called Mele Hakavo, Mele Hakavo, and I mean, this is when the father again. I show you. I'm just taking a little show, a little break here, y'all. We won't play all of the song, but I want y'all to hear this quick little melody, and then we're going to finish up here. But, uh, you know, the Bible talks about who is the king of glory. When I went to Israel, again, the Father has all kind of ways to get truth to us, but, again, if you have that cord, an umbilical cord, uh, which is nothing more than trust, too much trust in the system, too much trust in white people, too much trust in white colleges, white institutions. We think that, and oftentimes they are right. Let me just go ahead and go there because they have, they gotta dwell in some kind of, they gotta know what's going on to control people. But there's uh, oftentimes deception and hiding of information. And so we just learn to trust them for everything. And when you do that too much, uh, when they decide to lie and hide information, because they do have information, when they begin to hide, it will be your demise. And so what's happening is with this cord, we trust in wicked people, and the Father cannot get truth to us. But when I was in Israel, when I heard this song, I would already knew it was Israelites, but I cannot tell y'all how much this song connected these gentlemen and Demona to the ancient times. It was almost like the Father was giving me a gift if I, as I was leaving Demona to connect me back with the ancient times, with the ancient people. I could see the Davids and the wars, and not just from this little song, but it just, I don't know how to explain it because it's spiritual. I just felt so at home. This is the end of my trip now. I'm going to the airport, but these guys begin to play, and I actually told my driver, hey, what is that they playing? What is that song? He says, that's Melody Hakavod. I said, who wrote that? I said, wow. It just did something. I don't normally make over any kind of song, but brothers and sisters, this song is not going to do it justice because this is more like a choir singing. Uh, but I promise you, it's talking about Psalms 24, where it says, who is the king of glory? Um, this song is talking about, uh, 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 again, Psalms 24, but it just resonated in my spirit. So and I said, I have to say, this is how one of the ways the Father was just letting me know I was on the right course, 
that yes, we're the people of that land. We was in South Israel, Demonis in South Israel, which is where Judah was from. And I cannot tell y'all, I think I told that guy, hey, hold up, don't leave yet. I want to hear that whole song. Oh, my goodness. And so I've asked about it and got a chance to uh, find it. And I'm going to play, play it for you right now. Again, Melly Hakavo. It's not spoken in English, but see if it resonates with your spirit. We'll be right back.
back. Again, you're tuned to the Five Swoops on Network, brothers and sisters. I want to thank you for your time. And the song is Melly Ha Kavo. You can't find it nowhere. So good luck finding it. But you can always play this show over and over and over and play it. Remember these shows are recorded, brothers and sisters. I'm baffled by how many don't know that. Okay. Let's have play in the background. If you got your Bible, go and turn to Leviticus 13, please. Very important. I'm allowing some of y'all to turn. Leviticus is third book, folks. Anyway, that song, that song, that song. I don't understand a word of it except when they're talking about Adonai HaMashiach, but I'm just saying. When those black men with that guitar was in that garden, oh my goodness, it was spiritual. Now, I wasn't caught up in no emotions because that's just not what I do. I'm not that kind of guy. I wasn't hyped up from the trip or nothing like that. I was just going to the car. Actually ready to go because I had a good time and it was just very interesting making sure I get to the airport on time. And my mind, I'm in a different mode when I'm going to the airport. Melly, Hakabo, M E L E, Hakabo, H A K A V O O D E. Who is this King of Glory? They nailed the boy, I tell you. Anyway, brothers and sisters, um, Leviticus 13 is a little different kind of a book, a different kind of chapter. Because this chapter, had it not been for Leviticus 13, I don't know that we would know that white skin was associated with sin. We wouldn't know it. We wouldn't know it. I mean, I guess we would know it because when the prophets, actually now I'm thinking about it, when they curse people, you have to ask yourself why. And you know what I thought? I thought of something today. And uh, if ever the New World Order, those really in power be interested in what Brother Seth is saying, if there ever there was a comment that I would be kind of worried about saying, it'd be this one. What if everything we're going through, and one thing I forgot real quick is leucism, L-E-U-C-I-S-M, leucism, and uh, leucism is another word for albinism. Uh, it talks about it being in the animals, in the uh, uh, animals, leucism. But it's serious, folks. It's, 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 it's with um, anything living loses pigmentation because of the fallen state of our world. Brothers and sisters, what if the New World Order was trying to keep us from this information? What information are you talking about, Brother Seth? All of what we're talking about tonight. But what if the number one fear, I thought about this last and this is scary. This is what I mean by things I did mention last week. 
what if the number one reason we're going through all this hell as far as hiding information is just so prophets would not curse people today, white? Think about that one. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say some things I've never said before on this show. Not to hype it up, but because I thought about some things, and I think they need to be said. Folks, if we got it right, and the prophets really was cursing people white, who's to say in 2023 that the somebody say, well, how can you curse people white that's already white? What if? A prophet could curse people, let's just say black people, for, for just for just the starters. White people may be a little bit more complicated because they already so-called white people. Again, so-called, y'all. If I say white people, black people, please forgive me. I should be saying so-called on all of it because it's a, it's, it's a myth. It's not. We shouldn't be grouping people based upon color. But what if prophets today is cursing people? Oh, here's a here's a here's a here's, here's a more interesting. Now, I don't think the father's doing this because of grace in Christ, but remember the father was doing it. But what if today people could actually do it today? The father don't do it because of Christ and the blood. That's why I say a lot of this doesn't matter today. Well, brother, why are you not doing the show? Why are you why are you talking about this? Because we are. We don't walk in this truth. We don't know it. And so we worship. We literally worship. Just because you adore or or you pay homage to or you follow uh, something, it don't mean you don't worship. That's worship. Adoration, uh, allegiance to something, all of that is a form of worship. It may not get the highest form of worship. But, no, we worship white people. We actually do, brothers. Don't get it mixed up. We worship. Oh, that's a hard word, brother. I wouldn't say that. Some of y'all can't hear what I'm saying right now because you worship the standards of white, what white people say. You know what I'm saying makes sense, but it's just because of who I am. You hear this this man, and you know I'm a so-called black man. I'm a label as a so-called black man. You can't hear what I'm saying because I just don't, you know, I don't have enough money or, I'm, I'm, or maybe I'm just, you know, you just can't, you can't hear me because of that cord, that umbilical cord that's connected to your head, which is nothing more than just an ungodly, it just means you have an ungodly trust in the system. And you can't hear what's around you because something else is feeding you. I'm telling y'all, brothers and sisters, that's what the Father showed me. So, but anyway, what if the New World Order fears that? And what if the day is going to come where people are going to start cursing people white again? See, if one person do that, if just one person do that, if there's a black man on TV, he's doing an interview with another black man, this other black, so-called black man, so-called, is ungodly, wicked. And the prophet says, you know, you're wicked and you're, you're doing harm upon, you're bringing a lot of pain upon people, and I, and he began to curse him, whatever that means. And this person on the live TV turns white. 
If it happens one time, it will shake up everything. It will shake up everything. It will shake up everything. Folks, do y'all hear what I'm trying to say? I'm sorry I'm not this rich guy that helicoptered in and got all this big studio where y'all can really believe me because of the wealth around me. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry, but I'm just saying it's a shame for you that you can't hear me right now. If a prophet today cursed somebody white, it would change. They'd have to burn books. They have to rewrite the Bible. NIV would have to apologize. It would shake up everything. So could it be that the New World Order wants us to think that it's it's a disease, white skin? That's why I say do not read no NIV where we talk about this topic. Anytime it talks about blackness upon all of the scriptures I use, the NIV and the New King J Version, other newer translations have changed all that. Ever since this boom of so-called Afrocentricity back in the day, they went and they went in there and they changed in all these names. Now they're saying it's a disease. Leprosy was not a disease. Disease means you die. It just affected the color of your skin. It has no, it does, albinism does nothing to nobody. they healthy, it's nothing. I was talking to Dr. Chetty. I didn't mention this last week. I'll mention this. And then we're going to read Leviticus 13. I just want to hit some highlights of last week before I do. Because we already read this last week and so. But I was speaking with a guy named Dr. Chetty who was the, the, uh, over the dermatology department at the uh, University of Cincinnati. I've learned to talk to people that are doctors. So when I talk to people like you, because I know you won't hear me because of that cord, that umbilical cord of trust y'all have in this system. And I know it don't matter how much truth is around you, you can't see. So I have to be clever and quote the system, quote these white people with the mushroom haircuts, quote certain big names, quote rich people, and then y'all can hear. Dr. Chet is one of those people. Doctor, well-respected, and he has seen thousands and thousands of cases of leprosy. So I contacted him. I forget how I found out about him in leprosy. I think I saw someone leprosy and then mentioned his name, Dr. Chetty. So I called Dr. Chetty, and I started asking, could I meet with him? And he ended up, something happened where I didn't get a chance to meet with him. I think he retired or something. I kept saying I was going to. He said, sure, you can meet me. You can meet me. You know, talk real funny. You know, Indian. He's Indian. So, and I was telling him how in Leviticus uh, there was leprosy. And I never will forget his words. He said, the leprosy that I treat is is not the same leprosy in the Bible. Something like that, y'all. I'm trying to mimic him. But he said, the leprosy that I treat, you die. He said, the leprosy in the Bible, you don't die. And I said, Dr. Chad, that's, that's good. And he says, he says, so why are you doing? Why are you interested in the, the research? And I told him that I was conducting Bible studies where we actually believe that white skin is a type of leprosy itself. 
I will never forget his response. Now keep in mind this man is very known. He can't he have to be careful with what he endorsed because he can lose his job. This is a high profile university professor. And if you think I'm making this up, call University of Cincinnati and ask them if they're a, 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 a head of their department called Dr. Chetty. And Dr. Chetty, when I said I believe that the white skin in the Bible was a type of leprosy, that the leprosy in the Bible was one of one type of leprosy was nothing more than white skin. He said, Ah, ah, he never said, oh, I agree, oh, that's great. He just said, ah-ha. Now, the way he said that, it's almost like we say, aha. Oh, wow. That's what he was saying to me. And I remember how the conversation ended. But he never said it was stupid, dumb crap. I think that's when he said, you know, you can meet with me or something like that. But you know, I had so much going on, I just didn't feel like a need to. I didn't know that one day that he would be retiring from that department. So I remember caught that again and said, you know, Dr. Chetty had mentioned me meeting with him. And it was, it seemed like it was a year later or maybe a year later. And I called him and he said, well, Dr. Chetty has retired. I said, did he? And so I never got a chance to actually meet with him. I met with another doctor in Cincinnati because this was when I got the revelation on leprosy. And he told me, quit saying, with regards to animals, that is uh, albinoism. He said, use the word leucism, L-E-U-C-I-S-M. And he's where I got the term leucism from a doctor. So I have bounced this off clergy, this notion that the plague of leprosy is uh, one of the uh, uh, types of, of leprosy is nothing more than white skin. I have bounced that off many, many people. And I promise you, they'll have no more to say than you'd have because they've been lied to as well. So going to Leviticus 13, uh, uh, it starts off like this. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have in, look, be careful with the word I in, 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 in. And uh, because not, sometimes it's on the skin and sometimes it's in the skin. Watch how the scripture uses the word in. When a man shall have in the skin of his flesh arising a scab, or a bright spot, and it in the skin of his flesh, watch this, like the plague of leprosy. Then he shall pronounce, I mean, excuse me, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest, or unto one of his sons the priest. One more time. When a man shall have in the skin of his flesh a rising a scab, or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh, like the plague of leprosy. So it's like there's somewhere else there's this plague of leprosy. So now they're coming with these three things, a rising scab or a bright spot, and it'd be like this other thing. All I want you to do is just do one thing for me. Just trust me, brothers and sisters, or at least hear me and just consider that when it say like the plague of leprosy, it's just saying like an all-white person or albino. If you see that, now watch how this reads. When a man shall have in the skin of his flesh a rising a scab or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like albinism, 
Then he shall be brought unto the priest or to one of his sons. Now, as we read, remember what I said. The plague of leprosy is nothing more than white skin. Watch this. Let's read. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of his flesh. It's in the skin of his flesh. And when the hair in the plague is turned white, those are the pictures I put out in the promo. I I gave y'all pictures of people that had a white spot with white hair in it. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of his flesh, and when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh. So those of you that's talking about some on top of the flesh, and this, 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 oh, it's horrible, and this, oh, it's... When something is a sore, it's really high. It may be an inch high up off the flesh. This is in the flesh. Listen, and the plague inside be deeper than the skin of his flesh. It's deeper than the skin. It is a plague of leprosy, and the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. Why? Because the hair is turned white. You're going to see throughout this whole chapter, if the hair turns white, it's over. And you're also going to see, when you see reddish white, it's also over. Verse 4, if the bright, if the bright spot, hold on, bear with me. If the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh. Oh, 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 I missed a very key point. And brothers and sisters, be patient because this is major. Y'all talking about black history. If you can get this one revelation, this is not going to be this long. I'm not going to go no more than about 15 minutes. Listen, <laughs> this is major, brothers and sisters. This is major. If y'all can get this, I promise to God, you're going to see your brothers and sisters different. Oh, this ain't going to affect the way I look at my brothers and sisters. Yes, you will, because you're going to realize that our earth always was, is, and will always be vastly people of color. White skin, our, our humanity, us, turning white is a new thing. In biblical times, it was considered a plague. I can't say that enough. I know I keep saying it, but I want y'all to get that. People was cursing people white. So how does some kind of way we got all the way twisted around to think if it's white, it's better, or you're better? And how do we, uh, it's just going to show you, this is why I don't trust people. We're sick. We're some sick people twisted. All the way around, we're twisted. But don't worry, it's going to get clear. But I want to say in verse 2, this is major what I'm about to say. Oh, my goodness. If you're listening and you stand, some of y'all still hang on the phone lines, uh, in the chat room, again, if you ask your question, just just, just, just type me a question and I'll, and I'll mention it. Verse 2 says, when a man should have in the skin of his flesh a rising, a scab, or... Folks, that word O-R is major. It's saying you're supposed to bring your people, people supposed to come to Moses or Aaron. If they have one or three, a rising, a scab, or a bright spot, you're going to find out that a rising and a scab, that wasn't the leprosy. It was what happens when the rising leave and the scab leave. That's the leprosy. We're going to read it. But it goes on to say, or a bright spot. Stop everything. I know I said it last week, I'm going to say it again this week. Why do you go to the priest if you simply have a bright spot? 
Why are you associating yourself with something called leprosy to the degree you got to go take yourself to a preacher and have them look at a bright spot? What's wrong with a bright spot? It's because these people were dark-skinned people, folks. If your body, your whole body is white, then why are you going to have a bright spot? These people, don't worry, it's going to get clear. It's going to get clear. I promise you it's going to get clear. Verse 4. If the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in sight be not deeper than the skin, and the hair thereof be not turned white, then the priest shall shut him up that had the plague seven days. One more time. If the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in sight be not deeper than the skin. So this is going to be kind of like, I don't know, like um, I know I have a birthmark. You can see it's a little rising. It's just a, it's still skin. It's just a little bit over it. But you got to really look. I mean, this is something the priest was checking out. Watch this, though. And if the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in sight be not deeper than the skin, and the hair thereof be not turned white, that's a good thing, then the priest shall shut him up that had the plague seven days. And the priest shall look on him the seventh day, and behold, if the plague in sight be at a stay, which means it didn't move, and the priest, and excuse me, and the plague spread not in the skin, then the priest shall shut him up seven more days. That's a good thing. That's why he's shutting him up because it's doing good. When it's not spreading, you watch this pattern. When it's not spreading and it gets dark, it's a good thing. But verse 6, And the priest shall look on him again the seventh day, and behold, if the plague be somewhat dark. What? Be somewhat dark. And the plague spread not in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is but a scab. And he shall wash his clothes and be clean. There's a lot said here. Again, the washing of the clothes don't mean something nasty, or uh, it just means. Anyway, let's let's finish reading. <coughs> Let me just take a drink, everybody. Hold on one second. Now. We just read about whiteness and a scab, and, and he's been clean. I want y'all to picture to the word um, the whiteness. I mean, just watch this. And the priest shall look on verse 6, and the priest shall look on him again the seventh day, and behold, if the plague be somewhat dark. So this is a white spot that has now become somewhat dark. This is, so when I first read this long time ago, brothers and sisters, and I saw the, those two words, somewhat dark, somewhat dark changed my life. Somewhat dark changed my entire life. Number one, here is an ancient Bible verse that is talking about dark skin being good. It's saying darkness is a standard that this 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 leprosy needs to get to to be a good thing, folks. When I read that, because a, again a, a minister said to me, 
well, at first a person told me in Toronto, you know, white people come from leprosy. And I wrote him off because I just thought he was uh, hating, like y'all thinking I am. And uh, I just didn't, I didn't want to talk to him no more on that subway in Toronto because I thought he was just some type of, you know, militant. Uh, I was a victim then of white supremacy for sure, but I just didn't want to hear him no more. So when I got to Columbus, because the Father knows our heart, and that's another thing I want to say, y'all pray and ask the Father, what, what, what about this? Because I'm telling you, it's true. What I'm sharing tonight is just old ancient truth that we don't forgot. But ask the Father, just like he revealed it to me, why wouldn't he reveal it to you? you got to be concerned about it. Because if, again, these people was who I think it is, you have to ask yourself, well, where are the Israelites? And what is the Father doing with them? And this has to do with prophecy. This has to do with the Bible. This has to do with the book of Revelation. This has to do with the book of Daniel. You know, and maybe, you know, if we, if we like I believe, African Americans are one of the lost tribes of Israel, then we have to be a prophetic people. If we're prophetic people, that means the Father knows exactly what we're going through and, and, and where we're at in our sojourn. He has made some promises. You don't think that's important for you to know what he has said and promised for us and to us? He also made some promises about the people that rule over us. But if you got, if you if you still struggling with, with with blacks in the Bible, my goodness, you way 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 miles miles behind. So this is major. It's not just some little cute little black history topic. This is major. This will break the back of white supremacy and break that umbilical cord in some of y'all's minds. I'm telling y'all, we've been lied to. You can't trust nothing you hear in the West or in America or in Europe or or, or so-called white people in power. Cannot trust nothing they say, and you can't trust Americans that's polluted by those lies, brothers and sisters. And if the preacher look on him again the seventh day, and behold, if the plague is be somewhat dark, and the plague spread not in the skin of his, uh, plague spread not in the skin, then the preacher pronounce him clean. It is but a scab. So this white spot turned a little bit dark. Now keep in mind, this is on top of the skin, and he's pronounced clean because it got dark. It said it's just a little scab. But if the scab, which was once white, spread much abroad in the skin after he had been seen of the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen of the priest again. And if the priest see that, behold, the scab spread it, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprosy. So, again, we have spreading white spots that, uh, again, because it was spreading and not at a state, it's considered leprosy. Let's move on. I'm telling you all right now, I got about three bombs to drop. Meaning when I say a bomb, I mean something that's just profound that will probably change some of y'all's life. Maybe, maybe not. But I know it changed mine. So stay with me. I'm not teasing. I got a lot to share tonight. That's why I didn't want to take questions uh, or comments. Uh, that's why I'm not soliciting for them. But if you do have a question or comment, you can call us. It's not a problem. Call me and I will uh, entertain it briefly. Verse 10, and the priest shall see him and behold if the rise. Okay. Okay. Verse 9, I think I skipped verse 9. Verse 9, and when the plague of leprosy is in a man, that's whiteness, then he shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall see him. And behold, at the rising, 
be white in the skin of his flesh, if the rising be white in the skin of his flesh, it's always talking about whiteness no matter what, and it have turned the hair white again. And the priest shall see him, and behold, if the rising be white in the skin of his flesh, or in the skin, and it have turned the hair white, and there be quick raw flesh in the rising. You're going to read here a little bit quick raw flesh. All it means is the reddish white. But let's read it. Verse 11. It is an old leprosy in the skin of his flesh, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall not shut him up, for it is unclean. One more time, verse 10. And the priest shall see him, and behold, if the rising be white in the skin, and it have turned the hair white, and there be quick, raw flesh in the rising, it is an old leprosy in the skin of his flesh, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean and shall not shut him up for he is unclean those photos if you look real careful you will see uh that reddish whiteness uh oftentimes associated with the white hair in uh on the white patch all right uh, i think i share uh one of the photos at least does but again reddish white simply means raw flesh or quick raw flesh so here we go Again, verse 12, uh, going back to the scriptures. And if a leprosy break abroad out of the skin, and the leprosy cover all the skin of him that had the plague from his head even to his foot, wheresoever the priest look it, then the priest shall consider, and behold, if the leprosy have covered all his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean that had the plague. It is all turned white. He is clean. Now, here you just read that if a leprosy break out in the skin, I told y'all when you see the word leprosy, just think of white skin and you'll be fine. Listen, and if a leprosy, verse 12, break out abroad in the skin and the leprosy cover all the skin of him that had the plague from his head even to his foot, wheresoever the priest look it, then the priest shall consider, behold, if the leprosy have covered all, all his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean to have the plague, it is all turned white. It's telling you what it did. It all turned white. He is clean. And, of course, um, I remember last week, I can't repeat everything I talked about last week, but remember, uh, there was a, a Moses smitten with leprosy we talked about last week, and the Bible say, and, uh, excuse me, there was Miriam who spoke out against Moses, married an Ethiopian woman, and she was smitten with leprosy by the father and Aaron, who describes it, says, Alas, my Lord, my Lord, they call each other Lord back in the day, so he was talking to Moses. He said, Alas, my Lord, let her not be as one dead who cometh from his mother's womb, whose flesh is half consumed. I'm not going to go to the scripture verse right now, uh, but this was, I think, uh, Exodus 12. Uh, brothers and sisters, listen, Exodus 12 and 10. But this man describes the leprosy as one, he said, let it not be as one dead who cometh from his mother's womb. Let it not be as one dead who cometh from his mother's womb. That's a stillborn baby. Let it not be as one dead who cometh from his mother's womb whose flesh is half consumed. 
One more time. Alas, my Lord, let her not be as one dead who coming from his mother's womb, whose flesh is half consumed. Folks, listen. Half consumed flesh just means the flesh is dark skinned and is half gone. It's consumed. It's gone. There's no covering. There's no covering. I know somebody say, oh, that ain't what that means. Well, what does it mean? Stillborn babies are dead, dead babies. It said, and let her be as one. So this is some happens a lot. And let her be at, let her not be as one who's dead, who cometh from his mother's womb. No babies come out with pus and blood and like y'all thinking leprosy is. Only thing about stillborn babies that they all have in common is they don't have pigment. I was doing this broadcast, as I said last week, and a nurse interrupted me. I'm, I'm, I'm the most high as my witness, y'all. I'm not lying. And she said to me, oh, my goodness. She says, I deliver babies, and I promise you. Well, she didn't say I promise, but she said, I deliver babies. And she said, you're right. Stillborn babies all have no pigmentation. And so, again, what I do, I always try to get more proof and more proof because some of y'all just don't believe, folks. Again, you got that cord, that umbilical cord of, of trust in this system, and you can't hear truth all around you. So, anyway, um, when it says, let her not be as one coming from his mother's womb whose flesh is half consumed, meaning the flesh is half gone, the blackness is gone, and that's what he's saying, let her not be as one coming from his mother's womb whose flesh is half missing. So, again, leprosy is just mean whiteness. Now, you might say, well, it ain't white. That's just, you know, that's still raw flesh. That That is the reddish whiteness that, Mo, that Mirren had. You're right, she wasn't white. But, but, okay, let me explain. If you've been around a bunch of Africans, and you just, and I experienced this actually when I was traveling to those 24 countries, I, I not all at one time, but when I would go to certain countries and I would see black people, black people, black people, and I see a white, even though they would be reddish white, they may not be white skinned like a child, you know, like like a little white kid who's all white, creamy white. Even if they was reddish white, it still was white to me. So when the Bible says Miriam became leprous, white as snow, the reddish white, when he said he could see through her, that White and seeing all of that is white compared to if you see black, 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 black. I think some of y'all know what I'm talking about. But the same thing happened with Moses in uh, Exodus 4 and 6 where uh, the father was trying to show his power. And he says, uh, Moses, put your hand in your bosom. And uh, the Bible said that Moses did put his hand in his bosom. He said, take your hand out. And the Bible says the same verbiage, uh, white as snow. And Miriam and uh, Moses' hand became leprous as snow. Brothers and sisters, I'm not making this stuff up, and uh, I thought I would just uh, just really hone in on this because some of y'all is really struggling with this. Some of y'all got it, you have it, you've been having it for years, fine, great. Keep listening because I'm going to give you a nugget or so, uh, give you a nugget or two that I guarantee you I didn't mention before because there's some things I have wrote down here that I've never said on Blog Talk Radio, so just stay with me. All right. So uh, again, uh, if you notice, um, 
it says in um let's see it's an old leprosy y'all bear with me here and again you've tuned to the phosphorus on network i'm brother seth and we just again black history last day of the so-called black history month i thought i would do a part two to last week since i had a very good response over 600 of you responded last week and i thought that was a good response it's been a while since we had that many and i thought i would do a part two because people are really enjoying uh, this information again this is a backbreaker brothers and sisters if you can see if you can see this you'll know that truly all of history, all of it, including white skin itself, is black history. So, again, happy Black History Month. All right, verse 12. Wow. So verse 13, I'll read again real quick. It says, And then the priest shall consider, Behold, the leprosy have covered all his flesh. He shall pronounce him clean to have the plague. It is all turned white. He is clean. But it says something interesting in verse 4. It says, But when raw flesh appeareth in him, he shall be unclean. Raw flesh, I submit to you, is just reddish white. But it's about to say it. And when the priest shall see the raw flesh and pronounce him, and and the priest shall see the raw flesh and pronounce him to be unclean. For the raw flesh is unclean. It is a leprosy. Remember, I told you two things make you unclean. A white hair and a white spot. Because all this is about white spots. This chapter. Now, the whole body being white, that is the plague of leprosy. But they're now saying, well, what do we do when we have rising a scab or even a round spot? So this chapter is for those little cases where it ain't obviously they're white. If they're all white, obviously they're, they're a leper. talks about it. It talks about it in Leviticus um, 12 and 13 when it's all covered white, you're clean. So what do you think, what happens if you're born all white? That is what's not in Leviticus 13 because they're calling that the plague of leprosy. And they're saying, what happened when you got this spreading stuff? They ain't all white like the plague of leprosy, but they're turning white. And then some people have these uh, scabs that's, that's got the whiteness around it, just like today, today, 2023, or whenever you listen to this broadcast in the future, when you have a sore or something and it goes away, it leaves whiteness. They were looking at anything white under a, a microscope. I'm telling you, they was not playing with white skin in biblical times. I didn't write it. And again, this has nothing to do with the soul of a person that may have this. Because Christ have come. He have died, and he have taken away the sins of the world, past, present, and future. This has nothing to do with our relationship with the Father as far as the Father is concerned. But it does have something to do with our relationship with the Father if we're into white supremacy because we're going to worship the Father in a weird way if we are walking in white supremacy. We're going to see each other in a very ungodly way if we're walking in white supremacy. We're going to see white people in a way up higher than we should if 
we are walking in white supremacy. If you think I'm lying, listen, think about your own brain right now, how some of y'all are thinking of me. You can't get no more loving than Brother Seth. I get it told all the time, you're a loving brother. But y'all thinking, I hate white people because I'm just talking about this. That goes to show you how sick you are, and this is why this information that seems a little out there, you need. You sick, a lot of you. If you think white-skinned nations was in that Bible, even the Romans, I know I'm going to get in trouble with this one, but I don't even believe that the Romans in biblical times that, that, that crucified Christ and that was a part of the crucifixion, I don't think those people was white. Because if they were, the Bible would have called them lepers. And it didn't call them lepers. I think white-skinned people rose to power well after Christ had died. I don't believe it, brothers and sisters. I don't believe it. And you know that right there is major. And I know some of y'all think I lost my mind when I said that. Because you hear the Roman, Romanists, you just automatically. We've been fed lies. And you know what's crazy? I say things because a lot of this I'm taught of the Father, of the Holy Spirit. And then later on I'll, I'll go look for it in history so I can quote it to you like Dr. Celsus. I was minding my business, and I and I came across information. There was a time when I kept coming across information was saying that a lot of the Roman army was dark skinned, and I was saying, "See, there it is, right there." I don't have to wait on theologians and or wait on scientists or wait on anybody if the Father really is speaking to me. I'm telling you, I submit to you, the Roman soldiers in biblical time and the Rome in biblical time were not white. I don't believe that. You can't, you, and you wasn't there, and I wasn't there, but I'm just saying the Bible would say they were lepers. But let's move on, because I got a lot to share here. I'm gonna go a little fast, because I got a lot to share here. So anyway, it talks about, but when verse 14, but when the raw flesh appeared in him, he shall be unclean, and the priest shall see the raw flesh, and pronounce him uh, to be unclean, for raw flesh is unclean. It is a leprosy. Or here we go. If the raw flesh turn again. Some of y'all say, well, the raw flesh was was blood. and Folks, listen. It was just reddish white skin. It's going to say it here, but listen to this one. Or if the raw flesh turn again and be changed into white. Raw, the reddish white, I'm talking about again, it looked like inside of your mouth or even like kind of like the palm of your hand or like under your eyelids or if you cut open your body, your guts. All of that is reddish white. And it's true today that there is medicines a lot of our so-called white brothers and sisters can take that would turn that white. I kid you not, I look for that today to get the name of it, but there's some, there's some medicine that can actually turn this reddish whiteness, reddish white spots. There is medicine that can turn reddish white spots white. Folks, this is not... <laughs> I'm telling you, the truth is often stranger than fiction. It goes on to say, or if the raw flesh turn again and be changed to white, he shall come unto the priest, and the priest shall see him. And behold, if the plague be turned to white, the plague, the whiteness, be turned to white, this raw flesh turn into white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean that had the plague. He is clean. So whiteness, because it's covered, thing, as long as I don't have the white hair. The flesh also in which there of the flesh also in which even in the skin thereof 
where there was a ball, and it is healed. And in the place of the ball, there be a white rising, or a bright spot, a white, or somewhat reddish. Here it is. And it be showed to the priest. One more time. And in the place of the ball, there be a white rising, or a bright spot, a white, or somewhat reddish, and it be showed to the priest. And if when the priest see it, behold, it be in sight lower than the skin, and the hair thereof be turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague of leprosy broken out of the boil. The way preachers teach it is the boil is the leprosy. That's what I've been saying for years. No, they're not looking for the boil or the rising. They're looking for white skin. Now, I've been talking a lot about white skin tonight. Do you all understand why I made the statement that if we had not sinned, humanity had not sinned, there would not be white skin? Here it is. We're talking about a plague of leprosy that was either put on people by the Most High or put on people by the prophets. And we have a whole chapter devoted to how to handle these people. So why would the Messiah come white? Why would Israel be white? Why would they make a big deal and be talking about all this about white, 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 if white skin was just everybody was white? All nations was white. There was a lot of whites. Think about it. Think about it. I said, think about it. Here's something just came across my mind I never thought of. You know, the Most High had high standards for his people. But was he cursing other nations that was Gentiles? Was he cursing them white? I know the earth had fallen and plants was turning white, insects were turning white. Animals, insects, plants. So Gentiles had to be getting it too. So this is where I think a lot of times the whiteness was just a result of, of the earth fallen state versus God having a relationship with Israel and when they seeing him smitten it with them or the, prop, the prophets smitten them, uh, smiting them with it. So anyway... Let's keep reading. But y'all see the pattern. The pattern is white spots. Let's just recap real quick. The pattern is white patches, white hair, bad news. That means leprosy. If it's white spots, white hair. But you also see reddish white, uh, raw flesh, or it's called raw flesh or reddish white. white. It's going to talk more about reddish whiteness, and you'll see why I keep saying associating reddish white with raw flesh. Raw flesh just means reddish white, but it's going to say it even more. But do y'all understand why Brother Seth make this, the, the bold statement that no sin, no white skin? Okay, moving right along. My God, my God, how deceived can we be? Mm-mm-mm. All right, but if the bright spot is at a stay, verse 23, but if the bright spot is at a stay and spread not, it is a burning uh, boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. So it is a, it's just a burning boil. 
if the bright spots stay in place, it's just a burning ball. So it's again, if if it, if if you if it's, if this stuff is not spreading, and it doesn't have the white hair or the raw flesh, you're good. Verse twenty four. Or if there be any flesh in the skin whereof there is a hot burning and quick flesh that burn it have a white bright spot, somewhat reddish or white. There we go with that reddish or white. One more time, let's read 24. And if there be any flesh in the skin whereof there is a hot burning and quick flesh that burn it have a white bright spot, somewhat reddish or white, then the preacher look on it, and behold, if the hair in the bright spot be turned white, and it be inside deeper than the skin, it is a leprosy broken out of the burning. Where the preacher pronounce him clean, it is a plague of leprosy. Again, we keep seeing this pattern. Verse 26, but if the priest look on it, behold, there is no white hair in the bright spot, and it be no lower than the other skin, but be somewhat dark, then the preacher shut him up seven days. Again, somewhat dark is good. That means you're, that's, that's what you want. Uh, uh, and then the preacher look on him the seven And I just got a reminder to those of you that's listening online, uh, if you want to uh, call the show and ask a question or comments, you have to do it now which we're really not taking question or comments. So y'all just may want to stay put because Brother Seth is just flying. I have a lot to cover still. Yes, I do. And, um, again, it's the last day of black history. And, by the way, again, thank you for tuning to the Five Suits on Network tonight. But we're going to roll over just a little bit. I have yet to drop a few more very important things, I think, anyway. So, uh, but if you do have a question, just really pressing, just call that phone number, 914-205-5590. All right? Uh, and again, brothers, so this is pretty much my testimony, and I know some people disagree, and and I've had people just uh, coming with all types of uh, ways how they disagree. Again, you got to do something with these scriptures, brothers and sisters. you got to do something with these scriptures. So, Again, and the priest shall look upon the seventh day, and, and it, and if it be spread much upon the skin, the priest shall consider him unclean. It is a plague of leprosy. All right, and verse and twenty-eight. And if the bright spots stay in place and spread not in the skin, but be somewhere dark, it is a rising uh, uh, of the burning, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is an inflammation of of, of the burning. I'm kind of going through this a little fast now, but the bottom line is I want you all to see that if these spots are somewhat dark, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Why? Because the people was dark and it's getting more closer to how they look. They're becoming more matched up with their skin. Verse 29, and if a man or a woman have a plague upon the head or the beard, and that's exactly the picture I showed y'all, people that had I mean, I literally showed y'all pictures of verse 29, Leviticus 13 and 29, right here where it says, if a man or woman have a plague upon the head or the beard. Now, it says a plague, but what they had was white skin upon the head and the beard. That's in the photos I provided with y'all today, February 28, 2023. People literally walk around with these white spots on their head and beard. Again, I think the, the, the earth is falling. I don't think the no priest cursed them this way. I just think it's in the air. Uh, again, 
if a man or woman have a plague upon the head or the beard. What does he mean by plague? Whiteness. Yes, what else could it mean? Verse 30. Then the priest shall see the plague, and if behold it, if it be in sight deeper than the skin, and there be in it a yellow thin hair, a yellow thin hair, a blonde thin hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a dry skull, even a leprosy upon the head or the beard. Why is a blonde hair associated with not being clean. One more time, verse 30, Then the priest shall see the plague, and behold, if it be in sight deeper than the skin, and there be in it a yellow thin hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a dry skull, even a leprosy upon the head of beard. We're talking about recessive mutated traits in Leviticus 13. Yellow hair is associated with something negative. White hair, these are the signs of albinism. Recessive traits. Verse 31, it's preached shall look on the plague of the scar and behold, <coughs> and the priest shall look on the plague of of the skull, and behold, it be not in sight deep in the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall shut him up that had the plague of the skull seven days. And it said, and there be no black hair, because the black hair is good. One more time, listen how I use black hair. My God, my God. God, my God. Listen to this, folks. Verse 31. And if the priest look on the plague of the skull, and behold, it be not in sight deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall shut him up to have the plague of the skull seven days. And and in the seventh day, the priest shall look on the plague, and behold, if the skull spread not, and there be in it no yellow hair, and the skull be not deeper than the skin. Y'all bear with me here. One more time. Brother Seth, get a little tired of reading, but it's okay. And in the seventh day, the priest shall look on the plague, and behold, if the skull spread not, and there be in it no yellow hair, and the skull be not deeper in the skin, deeper than the skin, he shall be shaven, but the skull shall he not shave, and the priest shall shut him up to have the skull seven more days. And in the seventh day, the priest shall look on the skull, and behold, if the skull spread not in the skin, be not in sight deeper than the skin, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. Again, washing of the clothes has nothing to do with a disease, nothing like that. It's just, it's just being whenever you hear the word clean, they're going to say, wash your clothes. It ain't like you're dirty. Seems like to me if they really had leprosy. Let me just show y'all about this whole cleaning and washing the clothes. I know some of y'all thinking, oh, brother, you got it wrong. They wash the clothes. They had they had germs. If they're clean, why are they washing the clothes? And then when they unclean, it don't say wash their clothes. So that to me, if you unclean, if you really, if you think leprosy is really sores, and it says it is a leprosy, you should be washing your clothes in. Washing the clothes has it's a ritual of 
you, you're clean. It's a ritual, you accept it. Clean just means accept. It's the same word that it talks about when Israel see a dead person. When an Israelite see a dead person, they was unclean for the rest of the day. They're unclean. You got to understand the whole clean, the way they use it, and the washing of the clothes. It has nothing to do with soap and water, and and does have nothing to do. I meant to say with disease or y'all got to get that. And that's what people have been using. They've been using when it talks about wash the clothes or clean to be to have to do with soap. Until verse uh, Leviticus thirteen, twelve and thirteen, which talks about you cover from head to toe. You don't know what to do with that. Verse 35, but if the skull spread much abroad in the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall look on him, and behold, if the skull be spread in the skin, the priest shall, the priest shall not seek for yellow hair. It is unclean. Okay, again, they're talking about yellow hair being associated in Leviticus 13. Again, we're talking about a recessive trait, all right? But the yellow hair wasn't upgraded from a white hair, but it's still, all this is still, it's not as good as the black hair, Okay. But if the skull be in sight, be it a state, then there, watch this. Here we go. I was just mentioning black hair. But if the skull be in sight at a state and there, and that there is black hair grown up there and the skull is healed, he is clean. And the preacher pronounced him clean. You see how black hair grown up therein, the skull, was uh, meant it was healed? I'm not just making this stuff up. I'm telling y'all black hair was healthy. And white hair was, it's over. And yellow hair means keep looking. Verse 38. And if a man also or a woman having the skin of his flesh bright spots, even white bright spots, then the priest shall look and behold. Then the priest shall look and behold. If the bright spots in the skin of the flesh be darkish white, watch this, it is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin. He is clean. So listen, this is deep, freckles. Then the priest shall look, and behold, if the bright spots in the skin of his flesh be darkish white. And if the bright spot in the skin be darkish white, it is a freckled spot that is grown in the skin. He is clean. One more time. Then the priest shall look, and behold, if the bright spot in the skin of the flesh be darkish white. In other words, it ain't white white. It's, it's it's a darker white. It is a freckled spot that groweth uh, in the skin. He is clean. And I believe that if that spot, even, we, even when it gets even darker, where freckles are sometimes dark, dark, and the rest of the skin is white, same principle. He is clean. But the fact that freckles, listen, it is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin. He is clean. Listen to this. It is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin. He is clean. It is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin. He is clean. And the Father showed me about this, about freckles, is when you see those little dark, little dark, darker than the white skin. It just said uh, darkish white. Or it can be freckles where it's dark. That is what the people used to look like. That is the healthier. I'm serious. Look, you just tell by the way this is worded. It is freckled spot that groweth in the skin. It's clean, though, because it's darker. It's dark as white. But even when it's dark, dark, that is what the original state of the person was. Verse 4, that's what the Father gave me. Again, brothers and sisters, you've got to read and search the scriptures for yourself. 
because I may say something and it may not resonate with you. But again, I I must have read Leviticus 13. I don't know 200 times because this is amazing to me. It's just amazing to me. It makes Black history look stupid. Our earth have always been dominated with people of color. Verse 40, and the man whose hair is falling off his head, he is bald, yet is he clean. And the man whose hair is falling off his head, he is bald, yet is he clean. Why is it talking like there's something wrong or there's something odd? Why is this in this chapter? The man whose hair is falling off his head, he is bald, yet he is clean. Why is it talking like there's a question? I'm telling you, originally, balling of the head is associated also with sin, the fallen state of man, as it wouldn't be in this chapter. Why even bring up a bald head that's normally bald? Why is somebody yet is he clean? I mean, really. Verse 41, and he that hath his hair fallen off part of his head towards his face, he is forehead bald, yet is he clean? Why are they talking about something if it's so normal? I'm telling you, it's a state of sin. So when I say white skin is a, res- a result of sin, people get all worked up. But I'm telling you, balling of the head, and it goes even further than this. I believe it's too tall, being too short. Anytime your joints hurt naturally, uh, just when you just when you're not overweight or nothing like that, your joints hurt. That's not the father's will. So so going too tall has being something is wrong, going too short, something is wrong, woman can't have child, children. These are fallen states of man uh, due to sin. It ain't just white skin. That's why I say, hear my heart, brothers and sisters. Hear my heart. Please hear my heart. Verse 42. Verse 42. And if there be in the bald head or bald forehead, a white reddish sore. It is a leprosy sprung it up in his bald head or his bald forehead. Now this is the only time you're going to run to the word sore. Sore, S-O-R-E. We've been reading how many verses? 40 verses. And we just now get to the word sore. But it's going to talk about it. It's going to be like the sore you're thinking about. But watch this. We've been reading 40-some verses now, and it's just now mentioned where it's sore. So what have y'all been thinking leprosy is? You, you've been off. Because let's talk about what it, when they do talk about sore, it's talking about. And if there be in the bald head or bald forehead, a white, it's going to always have the word white, reddish, Sore, it is a leprosy sprung up in his bald head or bald forehead. It's saying a white reddish. Then the preacher look upon him, and behold, if the rising of the sore be white reddish in his bald head or in his bald forehead, as the leprosy appeared in the skin of his flesh, that is so deep right there. Oh, my God. This is why I say it ain't like y'all thinking sore. Listen, they say, and it's like as leprosy appeared in the skin. So one more time, verse 43, because some of y'all don't have your Bibles. You're going down the road here at work. So I'm going to read it again. Verse 43, Leviticus 13, 43. Then this priest shall look 
upon it. And behold, if the rising of the sore be white reddish in the bald head. Now, you know, in your bald head, you can't have a sore like y'all thinking. Y'all thinking of sores like big sores. Listen, 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 listen more to what it, how it describes it. Or in his bald forehead. As leprosy appeared in the skin. How leprosy appeared in the skin is just whiteness. But I think what it's saying is it's, it's, it's really white reddish. It's, it's going to be really reddish and white. That's what makes it a sore. Not so much crust and the kind of sores y'all thinking of. Again, why would it say as leprosy appeared in the skin of the flesh? One more time, verse 43. Then the priest shall look upon it and behold it the rising. Because we talked about rising at verse 1. And if the rising of the sore be white reddish in his bald head or in his bald forehead, as leprosy appeared in the skin of his flesh, he is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him utterly unclean. The plague is in his head. The, and again, whiteness, whenever you see the word plague, think of white skin. And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent, and his head bare. And he shall put on a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, cry unclean. So this again, one more time, verse 45. And this is getting into how they to behave. And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be torn, rent it says, and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip. That's just to make you stand out. It ain't nothing to do with the lip. And shall cry unclean, unclean. Why? I believe because if they was unclean, now remember it says a leper in whom the plague is, but it ends with unclean. So this it really is saying, and the leper, unclean leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be torn and his head shaved, and he shall have a, a covering upon his lip. This is a person that's unclean and shall cry, unclean, unclean. I believe these peoples was cursed with it because of sin. We're talking about it in biblical time, not today, 2023, and in the future, because, again, Christ has died for the sins of the world, and the Father looks at us different through Christ. But I'm saying in biblical time when our sin was upon us, these people had done something. Their forefathers had done something. They was cursed, and they cursed, cursed, cursed. And so these, these sins was carried down like Gehazi. He says, you know, his, his, his seed was cursed. So watch this, brothers and sisters. These are people that have done something wrong. And the reason why they were the clock crying clean, it wasn't because of some germ like y'all thinking it's contagious. It has to do with sin. It wasn't contagious. We've been reading all these scriptures, been talking about whiteness, and, and until just not recently, it was just talking about sores are reddish white, and I still don't think it's a sore y'all think of because it kept honing in on the reddish white part more so than crust and stuff. But anyway, uh, verse 46, And all the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled, he is unclean. He shall dwell alone, without the camp shall his habitation be. The garment also, now here we're talking about the garment, verse 47, switching gears. The garment also that the plague, 
the garment also that the plague of leprosy is in, whether it be a woolen garment or linen garment, whether it be in warp or wolf or linen or woolen, whether it is in skin or anything made of skin, it says, and if the plague be greenish or reddish in the garment, or it in skin uh, in the warp or in the wolf, let's read verse 49 again. And if the plague be greenish or reddish in the garment, or in the skin, either in the warp or in the wolf or anything of skin, it is a plague of leprosy and shall be showed unto the priest. This is a garment that's to be shown to the priest. And the priest shall look upon the plague and it and shut it that hath the plague seven days. And he shall look upon the plague on the seventh day. And if the plague be spread in the garment, either in the a warp or the wolf or in the skin or in any work that is made of skin, the plague is a fretting leprosy. It is unclean. Fretting leprosy, it is unclean. F R E T T I N G. Now watch this, because I know what some of y'all are thinking. Oh, there it is right now. Keep reading, because you're gonna see that, that there's gonna be houses with this same greenish reddish thing. How can a house have uh, in the walls? Uh, 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 it's a plague. It's it's just something that the father put over a house. It even says he's gonna even talk about it. Where he tells the prophets, go in, and uh, he says, houses that I have cursed. The Bible says, the Father says, houses that I have cursed. And it talks about the walls. Y'all, diseases don't be getting no walls like that. This It, it is not talking about what y'all are talking about. Now, here, it's just like a person is cursed, and so is their garment. But what, we'll keep on with this. Keep reading. He shall therefore burn the garment whether warp or wolf, in the woolen or linen, or in anything of skin wherein the plague is, for it is a fretting leprosy, and it shall be burnt in the fire. Now, why does it need to be burned in fire? Hear me out. This is this is spiritual. And it shall, and if the priest shall look and behold the plague, be not spread in the garment, either in the warp or the wolf or anything of skin, then the priest shall come out. Uh, and then the priest shall command that they wash the thing wherein the plague is, and he shall shut it up even seven more days. Now, again, this is some spreading, okay? This is some spreading. And the priest shall look on the plague after it is washed, and behold, if the plague be not changed his color, and if the plague, I'm just thought over y'all, I'm reading, I'm getting tired. We get to the end, we only got about four more verses. And the priest shall look on the plague after it is washed, and behold, if the plague have not changed its color, and the plague be not spread, it is unclean. Thou shalt burn it in the fire. It is a fret inward, whether it be, uh, let's read it again, verse 55. And the priest shall look on the plague after it is washed. And behold, if the plague have not changed its color and the plague be not spread, it is unclean. Then thou shalt burn it in the fire. It is a fret inward, whether it be bare without or within, within or without. And the priest shall look and behold, the plague... Uh, be somewhat dark after the washing of it, then he shall rent it, tear it, uh, then he shall rent it out of the garment or out of the skin or out of the wolf. Or out of the wolf. 
And if it appears still in the garment, either in the wharf or in the wolf or anything of, of skin, it is a spreading plague. Thou shalt burn thereof. See, you hear this? This is not no regular disease or nothing. This is not, this is not talking about something like a cancer or something. This is spiritual. This is like a plague. And so I guess these priests are to do a certain ritual, but it don't sound like they're fighting like a disease. Else, verse 1 through, what, what, we, what do we start talking about garments? Like up to verse 50? What about all these other 50 verses where we just talk about whiteness spreading, vitiligo? And let's just go here, because I don't know everything, but I, I don't believe this is a disease. This sounds spiritual, but let's just say even if it was, what are y'all going to do with verses 1 through 50? See, when something is true, you can prove it more than one time. What are you going to do with Aaron saying to Moses, Alas, my Lord, let her not be as one whose flesh is half consumed. He ain't talking about no garment. Whose flesh is half consumed, coming from his mother's womb. So, again, I don't know all of these different garments and what they mean, but I just know I see a pattern. If something is spreading, as if it's at a state, so anyway, and then it talks about in, Le- in Leviticus 14, because 13 rolls over into 14, which we're not going to read, but 14 talks about it going, being inside of a house. And you're thinking to yourself, if it's a disease, how can it be in the house? I'm telling you, the father, ta- and he, the father even tells him how to get rid of it. He say, now, if this be a house that I put leprosy on, and he talks about, because uh, it's spiritual. It's like it's, it's a plague that the father puts upon it. It's very mystical. Very spiritual. It's very spooky, actually, to me. Anyway, we'll finish up here. It says, and if and, and if it appears still in the garment, either in the warp or in the wolf or anything that of a skin, is a spreading plague, thou shalt burn that wherein the plague with fire. And if the garment, either the warp or the wolf or whatsoever thing of skin it be, then thou shalt wash if the plague be departed from them, then it shall be washed a second time, and it shall be clean. Verse 59, this is a law, here we go, verse 59, last verse. This is the law of the plague of leprosy in a garment or a woolen or linen or in a warp or in a wolf or anything of skins, in skins to pronounce it unclean or to be unclean. So you see how it changed? So it's saying this is when the leprosy is in the garment. It is saying to person, verse 59, one more time, this is the law of the plague of leprosy in a garment. Some of y'all may be thinking, well, see, it's saying right now it's a disease, but why are they going to be looking for, if, okay, let's just say you're right. Let's just say, Seth, you got it wrong. This is just a straight-up disease. It's like a cancer. How, if it's a cancer, if let's just say y'all right, and I got it wrong, it's a green, it's a cancer, how come when it's at a stay and it's not moving, it's clean? And then when it's moving, the priest is looking at it just like a person for seven days. It's like a, it's a plague, y'all. It's like the father puts something on man, and it turns white, and it's spreading. Vitiligo is spreading it's a white skin spreading over the body. It's like it's a plague. It is not a disease. The father can do whatever he wanted. If he want to put someone to return, and then some people are born all white. But it's like a plague. 
It's almost like something that just piss them off, just to, something. It don't, it don't kill them. It just makes them look odd and just, it's a plague. It's just a plague, y'all, just like the frogs in, in Egypt. It was to, to make people feel uncomfortable because of the sin in their life. It's just a plague. Go figure it out. I don't know. The man of the father and the wife putting the garment. You know, you're, mad, you're wearing a garment and the thing is changing and messing with you. And you, you have to burn in fire. You don't have to burn a uh, disease in fire. You're just watching hot water. I don't care if, even if it is cancerous. Fire represents spirits. Oftentimes, when you're dealing with spirits, they will put stuff in the fire. Again, the truth is often stranger than fiction. My God, my God. My God, my God. I don't have to show up. I don't know if I do a part three or not. Maybe I will because I still have a lot to say. I know there's people that argue that white skin come from Japheth, but again, I don't get it because Japheth was way back when. If and anybody lived way back then, it's gonna be billions of them now, not no eight percent of the world's population. So I have trouble with Japheth, son being a white man, and 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 that lies. So um, ask the father, brothers and sisters. Ask the father. Please ask the father. What say ye? Ask him what is his will for you in this message. I've learned not to push stuff too hard. You know, the father can defend himself. Uh, y'all, this is major. It, this is the ultimate black history right here. If you can show, because it's bigger than Israel even, if you can show way back in the book of Leviticus that those people, how they felt about white skin, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. If you can see more importantly what the, how the father, what the father was doing with white skin, oh, my goodness, it makes a hell of a statement. Uh, not, again, not for white people, not the soul, but we're talking about the skin. Father getting upset with people and turning white. Mirna and Aaron just spoke out against their marriage. Uh, Moses is marrying an Ethiopian woman, and the father got mad at them and turned Miriam white. To where her flesh didn't cover her no more. She had that, that see-through skin. Think about it. It was a curse to lose your your pigmentation. Oh my God, scary! Sometimes look at those photos; look scary, and that's what the father I think probably wanted to insult the people, make them feel uncomfortable, looking odd. So today you look up and you have these traits. Don't feel bad. Again, the the nation, the earth is falling; it's still falling. The crisis come is falling. A lot of these things happen to our body. I don't need to feel no bad because I'm bawling. I don't. It's no different me bawling and if, than if I had vitiligo. This is a as a result of sin in the earth. And even if you do have that white hair and a white spot in white hair, I don't believe that. I think that there was certain things set in motion, like Gehazi and his descendants, and it's going to keep happening forever. That whiteness with the white hair going to keep having favor because Gehazi did sin. But I don't think Christ and the Father holds it against you. I think you're forgiven. That's why I say thanks be to the Most High, y'all. You're forgiven. You don't have to hold that, but it's, I tell you one thing. You have to be ashamed. You can actually prove that the Bible is true, and you actually is visual proof 
that the earth started with dark-skinned people. Look at your mark like that, that you are one of the raw, rare proofs that Leviticus 13 is real and that the earth started with dark-skinned people. Look at it like that. Make it as a trophy because truly you're not cursed now since Christ have come in his blood. I mean it. I'm not just trying to gas you up. That's Bible. Our sin has been taken away past, present, and future, but I think what those prophets put on Gehazi and his descendants, it's going to continue to happen to our bodies. And those, if, if not, then none of us will be losing nothing. No, those, those prophets got to be fulfilled, but I just feel like, and the earth is still cursed. The earth, not us, but the earth. So that's why we're losing hair, growing too tall, growing too short because of sin in the earth. But in terms of how the Father sees us, and we can take authority over that, those conditions as well, if we have faith in the Father. But we don't even know what it is to, to do that. Anyway, I'm out of here, brothers and sisters. Again, I want to thank you for tuning to the Five Sisters on Network. I know it's a long show, but I had to get all that out. And there may be a part three because I still got notes here that I didn't say. But i got to wrap it up, brothers and sisters, okay? I love every single one of you. And there is nothing you can do about it. I do mean it. I promise if you're, hopefully anybody's feelings are not hurt. Uh, I'm not trying to, if it's supposed to be hurt and that's the way it's the truth, then I'll, I mean, what can I do? But I just, in my, as, as a human being, I just want you to know I love every single one of you. And if this truth hits you the wrong way, just know it ain't me. It's just what I perceive the Bible to be saying. Take it up with the most. I ask him why things are the way they are. Again, we've been propped up. Uh, whites are propped up too high. So-called African Americans or black people in the world is 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 is, is, is too low and self low self-esteem due to white supremacy. So, y'all, Thursday we may do a show. Sunday, stay tuned. I really don't know these days. I'm just trying to follow the spirit. All right. Good night. Mm-hmm.